0: You're listening to another episode of The Zag at Chris O'Bear. Excited to be joined by another 2020 NLCLA Engaged Fellow. Allison is here. We'll catch up with her, see what she thought of the first session on education. That's actually her profession, what she does for a living. And we'll also hear what she's looking forward to as the rest of the spring proceeds with the Engaged crew. Thanks for tuning in. Let's get to it. All right. Yeah. So share your thoughts with me a little bit about the first session. Anything surprise you? What was the most exciting part of going through that experience?
1: So the first session was great. Um, The most exciting part was getting to meet such great individuals that are all interested in progressive policy and progressive work in Los Angeles, which is my hometown. I also had a great time meeting the co-directors and learning about like their background on the work. And I uh, really admired how they facilitated hard conversations and how they developed an agenda. So that was great when it came to our first session.
0: In terms of the the topics that are coming up, any of those stand out to you? What are you most looking forward to?
1: Yeah. So the first session actually was the topic that I focus on, which is education. But moving forward, I'm actually really interested in our session on criminal justice, it's um, a policy area that I used to focus on and I no longer work on now. So I'm interested to hear about um, what's going on in in LA specifically, but also from my colleagues who are part of the fellowship um, and work in this space and also don't work in this space to see how we think about some things that can change in LA County when it comes to this topic specifically.
0: Yeah, and when folks ask you what you do for a living, how do you typically answer that question?
1: Well, the first thing that I say is that I have the best job in the world, but um, I work for a research and advocacy organization that is based in Oakland, California, the Education Trust West. And Ed Trust West focuses on closing the achievement gap for students of color and poor students in the state of California. But what I get to do um, specifically is work with community-based organizations and civil rights organizations across the state to advance an equity agenda um across, yeah, across the state um which is really exciting but most recently the reason why i got cut up in my words is because we made an expansion to la which is my hometown and a part of my work is um planning out what is next for the organization in los angeles which is a very exciting time for me and for the organization
0: and what kind of work should people look forward to and expect in the coming months
1: from us we will be advancing a policy agenda that focuses on equity in sacramento so some of that work will um, continue to move it's the beginning of the session and it's january but things are moving quickly in sacramento so that um is something that's coming up but in regards to our la work we um, are expanding or have recently expanded so We will continue to work on a lot of our English learner work and our college and career readiness work here in L.A. specifically. So that will be exciting and new for the organization when it comes to um, keeping L.A. County in mind.
0: And then there's a lot of elections related to the school board and LUSD and other other Mm -hmm. smaller districts, too, going throughout L.A. County. Do you all participate much in informing voters of, of maybe what they should be paying attention to or supporting candidates? How does that work?
1: Ed Trust West doesn't support candidates. We don't have a C4 and we're a C3, but we do provide a lot of educational information. So we will be taking positions on um, upcoming ballot initiatives. But when it comes to supporting actual candidates, we won't be doing that. Um, but we will be sharing a larger message uh, at equity, um, no matter what election it is um, for the upcoming election.
0: Yeah, there definitely be a lot of propositions and, and, and things to pay attention to when it comes to funding education and initiatives in the state. What kind of ways would you want folks to stay the most informed about that? And what kind of things would you want them to know?
1: Well, I'm biased. So (laughs) I will, I would guide folks to our Twitter feed. Um, and, we, we provide a lot of information on Twitter and we'll be developing materials and sharing materials, not only with community partners and community-based organizations, but uh, with partners all across the state um, to share a lot on what's coming up on certain ballot initiatives that are really important to us. Um, but also in general, I know there's a lot of great organizations that are being represented in our fellowship who are doing the grassroots work with several ballot initiatives that are coming up. So I would definitely guide folks um, to look into organi- grassroots organizations in LA that are
0: leading the movement. Great. Sounds good. Well, listen, thanks for coming on. Thanks everyone for listening to this episode. Make sure to catch out all the past episodes and all the places you get podcasts. Until next time, we'll catch you soon.